Welcome to the Questions Overview podcast on nuclear reactions, wherein we will talk about different types of questions asked on nuclear reactions. So here we will essentially encounter four types of questions. With the first type of question, testing the student's ability to calculate energy released during a decay or energy required or released for a nuclear fission or fusion reaction. Now in case of decays, the amount of energy released is simply reduction in rest mass that is rest mass of parent nuclei minus the rest mass of daughter nuclei plus alpha or beta particles times c square that is speed of light squared. And in case of nuclear fission or fusion, energy release is simply given by total binding energy of product nucleons minus the total binding energy of reactant nucleons. Okay, moving on to the second type of questions asked on nuclear reactions, the examiners check up on the student's understanding that the linear momentum of the system does not change before and after disintegration or decay. This along with the conservation of energy would allow you to determine the required unknown in the question. Okay, moving on to the third question type. In this simple and straightforward type, examiners are essentially looking for the student's ability to apply the equation R equals to R0 times A to the power 1 by 3 to determine the radius of a given nuclei. Here, A is the atomic mass and R0 is approximately 1.2 femtometers or 10 to the power minus 15 meters. Okay, moving on to the last type of questions on this topic. Here examiners are interested in your understanding of the basics of the nuclear physics. And we typically see four variants, with first three variants involving binding energy and the fourth variant or subtype essentially requiring the students to apply conservation of charge to determine the atomic number or atomic mass of one of the reactants or the products. Now going back to the first three subtypes involving binding energy, either the examiners are testing students knowledge that for the elements in the periodic table, the binding energy per nucleon, once again per nucleon, increases initially as atomic number increases for the lighter nuclei, and as we move towards the heavier nuclei, the binding energy per nucleon starts to decrease, which essentially explains the nuclear fusion as the energy source for lighter nuclei and nuclear fission as a source of energy for heavier nuclei. Now sometimes examiners are interested in testing if the student understands that binding energy is nothing but difference in sum of rest mass of the free nucleons and mass of the atomic nucleus times c square. And in the last subtype, they're essentially checking if the student gets the fact that during a nuclear reaction, energy will be released only if the binding energy of products is higher than that of reactants. With that, best of luck and see you in the next episode.